<clears throat> Thanks, Zach. Great message. Youth's in good hands. Young leaders such as Zach and uh, Sarah, who shared uh, in, I think, uh, November. Um, we've got Samantha coming up towards the end of the year, as well, uh, in the end of uh, January. She's going to be sharing communion as well. So looking forward to hearing some, some, some from Samantha. These aren't my teeth. I'm just training them for someone else. Um, so uh, if you're missing a pair of dentures, dentures I've got them. Um, <laughs> so how about we pray and uh, I'll get over the nerves and we'll move forward with uh, this morning instead of me waffling. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the power of your word that brings change, that brings hope, that brings life. And I thank you that in this word there is life. And I pray that as the seeds are sown into the hearts and minds of your people, that it bears fruit and fruit that lasts for eternity, continues to bear fruit, it continues to bring hope, continues to draw them towards you. And I thank you, Lord, that as I speak this word, that life and the Spirit of God speaks to people in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. The past couple of years um, have been such that many of us have needed to find encouragement and strength for our lives, and we, we do that quite often by going to the Word of God. For instance, uh, when I need peace internally, uh, like something to help me focus on God himself, then Psalm 62 verses 1 to 2 have been a, an absolute bedrock for me to, throughout my, my working life as a police officer and then on into being a pastor. And Psalm 62 says this, My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. I remember sitting at my workstation in the communications room in the police department and you're dealing with stuff all the time. Triple O calls are coming in. You're dealing with uh, uh, the patrols uh, uh, crying out for, for help and resources and stuff like that. And I remember many times just, just hanging my head down and repeating this over and over and over and over. I used to have my Bible open on my workstation to this very passage. My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. Because when you're being assaulted and pummeled by the world and by negativity and the cries for help, you can take it all on board. But you know, I wanted to focus and bring peace internally for me to be able to help to bring in peace for people externally as well. As I needed faith to arise in me for the Lord to help me when I seem stuck or I seem blocked in some way, then I used to turn to Psalm 77 and verse 19. And it says, Your road led me through the sea, your pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway that no one knew was there. I love this about God. God has led the people of Israel into the wilderness. They are being pursued by the army of Egypt to be killed and to be annihilated as a people and God leads them to what seems to be like a dead end. It seems like there's no way forward. There's mountains on either side, there's a sea ahead and there's an army that's just bent on annihilation of these people but God knew that there was a way through. God took them to those waters because there was a way through those waters that only God knew was there and I love that about God. If God can get you to a place, He'll get you through a place and that's what's going to happen for people this year in 2022. God's getting you to a place, but He's going to take you through a place. You need to hear that. That's what the Word of the Lord is for you this, this year even. God's going to get you through that place. 
God can make a way where there seems to be no way. God, that's the, the title of my message today is you know, God's going to make a way for you. That if you feel like you're stuck, you're, you're, you're at a dead end, something's you know, blocking your way ahead. I want to tell you this morning that God is going to make a way through for you in 2022. That rhymed. How about that? Amazing. What do you do when in the natural, it seems that there is no way that what God has said to you is going to happen? What do we do? Great. I'm glad you've asked. Romans chapter 4, verses 16 to 21, and I'm going to read this. This is the NIV version. It says, Therefore the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed uh, to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have faith in Abraham. He is the faith of, father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, <clears throat> he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but he was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. Is that your conviction today? That God has the power to do what he's promised in your life. Some of you need to revisit some prophetic words that have been spoken over your life because you've given up on them and God says, I haven't given up on them, so you shouldn't. A dead end place is a place where things look hopeless and we come to the realisation that God has to work a miracle before things are going to work out. That's when you realise that you're at a dead end. If we were to think about a person who's at a dead end, we start to think about Abraham. Abraham, he's left Ur, which is you are in it's a present day Iraq, when he's about 75 years of age. And God had called him to leave everything he knew, all that Abraham was familiar with, everything that he was comfortable with, and to go to a place that God would show him. God promised Abraham a son through whom many nations would come. 24 years later, at age 99 years, Abraham still had no heir. He was at a dead end. In the natural, there's nothing he can do apart from, I won't go there. So, but, so he's, just, he's at a dead end. There's nothing he can do in the natural, really. It's, this has to be a work of God. His body, he's 100 years old. Sarah is, is past the age of being able to bear children. But God, we need to hang on to that part of us that says, but God. So how do we handle the dead ends of our lives? How do we handle it when we st don't seem to see an answer to prayer? We don't see an answer to our finances just going down the gurgler. We see our family being split apart. We see relationships being just decimated. We see the, 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 the whole of society and community community being split and divided because there's one in this camp and there's one in this camp and people are talking to people like they're rubbish instead of treating people like they've got respect. 
But that's a different story. What do we do when we have a dead end? We got to do what Abraham did when he faced a dead end. The first thing that Abraham did, number one, he remembered what God can do. He remembered what God can do. In Romans 4.17, I read it just a moment. As it is written, I've made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as if they were. Don't focus on what we can't do, but focus on what God has and can do. We've got to focus on God. I said it last week that one of the three things that we've got to focus on for this year is our faith, our focus and our finances. We've got to make sure we shore up those three areas. Central to it all is our focus on God, focusing on what God is calling us to do, focusing on how He wants us to live, how He wants us to be positioned. We've got to focus in on God. Don't focus on the situation or the impossibility. Focus on God. Abraham believed God and God made God his focus. That's what we've got to do. We've got to break away from everything that tries to distract us and break our vision of God and focus in on God. Faith is not just a a positive mental attitude or, or, or a hoping or wishing. In these verses, it speaks of two things that only God can do. Only God can give life to the dead. What dream of yours is dead? What promise of yours is dead? What situation are you facing that looks like it's dead? I want to tell you today that God can bring that to life. God is in the resurrection business. God is the resurrector of dreams. God is the resurrector of promises. God is the resurrector of the things that we need and are believing for in our lives. Secondly, only God calls things into being that do not exist. They didn't exist, now they do. That's God. That's what God does. And you read Daniel. Suddenly there wasn't, there's no hand writing on the wall, but then Daniel has this vision, there's a hand writing on the wall. It's just straight out of the Adams family. <clears throat> Only God can do that. Luke 18, 27, Jesus said, These things which are impossible with men are possible with God. God specialises in the impossible. Resurrection, provision, healing, restoration. We serve a great God and there's nothing too hard for Him. The first thing that we need to do when we hit a dead end in life is to remember what God can do. Secondly, remember what God has said. Not only do we need to remember what God can do, what He has done, but we also need to remember that what, what God said. In Romans 4.18, it says, Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he'd become the father of many nations, for God had said to him. What has God said to you? What has God, have you given up on a word on God? Have you given up on His, his provision? Have you given up on that thing that He's given to you, that thing He's, he's whispered into your ear? Find a promise in the Word of God and hold on to it. There's over 7,000 promises in the Word of God. God has then placed them there for our benefit. He's not teasing you with this stuff. 
He's actually giving you a word that you can base your life on. He, can, he wants you to make the, His word the foundation upon which you stand. <clears throat> when hope was dead, Abraham believed in the God of hope. 99 years old and no heir, yet Abraham still believed God because God had told him, you shall be the father of many nations. That starts with one son, first of all. Not an illegitimate son, but a son born in the covenant that God had given to him. If Abraham believed only in what he could see, feel, touch or smell, then in, he, he would have, like, all hope would have been gone. But instead he trusted in what God had said. Saints, focus on what God has promised you. Hebrews 11, we read when Abraham was told to offer Isaac as a sacrifice, he didn't panic. Instead he believed in the promise of God, what God had said to him. Abraham didn't panic because he realised that God would keep his promise even if it meant raising Isaac from the dead. That's the sort of faith that Abraham had in his God. God had given him a promise. Isaac was the fulfilment of that promise. And when God wanted to test Abraham to see if he would do even give up his only son, the son of the promise, Abraham he went through. He was about to kill Isaac, but he knew that even if he killed his son Isaac, that God, because of who God was and the promise of what he'd been given by God, he knew that if he killed Isaac, that God could raise Isaac from the dead. It was a promise that Abraham staked his future and the future of nations on. Remember what Abraham, Abraham said to his servants as he and Isaac went up, to the, mount, up the mountain in Genesis 22 verse 5. Abraham said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We'll worship and then we will come back to you. We will, we will let me, I'm not sure if you catch it. We will come back. He didn't say, I'm coming. He said, we will come back. He was stating a promise of God that had been given to him. And he walked that out and he shared that with those people. Sometimes we hit dead ends and we start to lose hope. But that's the time that God says, trust me, believe in me. Trust me, believe in me. It's my word that you're going to stand on, my power that's going to back you. Promises are only as good as the one who gives the promise. And if God has given us a promise, He will keep it. You don't have to manoeuvre. You don't have to do anything else. You just need to stand on the Word of God, the promise of God. Thirdly, not only do we have to remember what God can do, what God has said, but we need to resist the facts with faith. Resist the facts with faith. Faith doesn't pretend there's no problem. We are not those of the ostrich faith. We do not stick our head in the sand so that we can't, we can, you know, if we, we can't see the problem, the problem doesn't exist. Faith confronts and challenges the facts with faith. Faith confronts and challenges the facts with faith. Romans 4.19, without weakening in his faith, Abraham faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Faith doesn't deny difficulty. 
Abraham never denied his situation, but he did defy it. He never denied it, but he defied it. I love this about Abraham. The Bible never calls us to ignore reality. Rather, it calls on us to put our faith in the reality of the Lord God Almighty. It's His Word. It's His power. When Jairus heard that his daughter was dead, some people came to him and said, don't trouble the master anymore for your daughter is dead at home. Jesus hears that. And Jesus, it says in in Mark 5 verse 36, Jesus refused to listen to what they were told. and, And he said to Jairus, don't yield to fear. All you need to do is to keep believing. This is a word for you today. People here need to hear. Don't yield to fear. Keep believing. Don't yield to fear, keep believing. Don't yield to fear, but keep believing. Faith doesn't declare our circumstances and the natural barriers to be non-existent. Faith declares that God is not stopped by them. You may be facing something impossible, but God's not. What's impossible for man is possible for God. Faith faces difficulty, but knows that God's greater than any difficulty that we can face. There's an old saying that people use from time to time. Don't tell me how how big your problem is. Tell me how big your God is. For your God is bigger than your problem. Abraham was too old to have kids, yet he believed God despite the circumstances. Faith, Faith means that we face the facts and aren't discouraged by them because we believe in the God who's bigger than the facts. To stop in discouragement, then we need to look beyond the circumstances to God. Don't look inward, we'll be disgusted. Don't look at others, we'll be disappointed. Don't look backward, we'll get defeated. Don't look at the blessings, we'll get diverted. Don't look at the circumstances, we'll get disheartened. Look at Jesus and be delighted. We need to look at Jesus and be delighted. So much depends on our focus. Fourthly, reckon on God to act. need to remember what God can do. We need to recall to our our memory what God has said. We need to face the, the facts with faith and we need to reckon on God to act. Romans 4 verses 20 to 21, Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. In spite of the facts, Abraham didn't waver at the promise of God. What incredible faith this man's got. He just looks at himself, he's 100 years old. There's no way this can happen. Looks at Sarah and says, absolutely there's no way this can happen. But he still believed God, still trusted in the Word of God. That God, God's power could do what he couldn't do himself. He trusted that God would do what he promised. Abraham knew of only one impossibility and that that was for God to lie. It's impossible for God to lie. Abraham expected God to move. He didn't know how God would come through and he didn't need to and neither do we. Neither do we. 
You don't have to figure this out all yourself. Sometimes we miss out on God doing something in our lives because we short circuit the the way that God wants to move in our lives by us stepping into the moment ourselves. That's exactly what Abraham did with Hagar and how uh, the, the other bloke came about. I can't remember his name. Ishmael, thank you. <clears throat> he tried to short circuit it. Could have aborted what God wanted to do, but God is a faithful God. God had promised him. Regardless of what Abraham tried to do to short circuit it, God, God came through for Abraham. Abraham expected God to come through. Your road led through the sea, your pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway that no one knew was there, but God knew that place was there. God knows the way of your escape. God knows the way of your healing. God knows the way of your provision. God knows the way of your restoration. God knows the way of your forgiveness today. You need to expect God to come through. Don't give up just because you've had a hard couple of years. You come to a point of dead end. You may have come to a point of giving up on your faith and giving up on hope itself. But just because you've come to a dead end doesn't stop God. There is a way through this that God has seen. There's a way through for you to to, to prosper and to, to flourish in life. Your world does not stop at this moment. Your world continues beyond this because God has made a way where there seemed to be no way. Are you at a dead end? Then remember what God has and can and, and He's done before. Is there no change in your health or your relationship, your finances or your family or your mental health today? Then recall what God has said and is saying to you today. Are you on the verge of giving up, of walking away and maybe quitting? Then resist the facts with faith. Stand in faith. Are you facing an impossible situation where only a miracle will do? Then reckon on God to come through for you. Dead ends will come in our lives, church. How are you going to respond? Are you going to remember what God can do? Have you remembered what He said in His Word? Are you going to face the facts with faith? And are you going to reckon on God to come through for you? Let's stand. I'm done. Father, I just thank you for your presence this morning. I thank you that you're here by your Spirit and that faith has been stirred. Like the the pool of Siloam, the the waters have been stirred and it's time for people to step into their miracle zone. And I pray, Father, right now in in the name of Jesus, in the name, the powerful, mighty name of the beautiful name of Jesus, that people would walk into the space that you've created by the stirring of faith in people's hearts this morning in Jesus' name. Father, let them step into their future. Let them step into the the breakthrough. Let them step into the pathway that leads through the waters where we can't see that there's this breakthrough. But I pray that people today start to 
believe again. Start to hope again. Start to have faith again. Start to pray for people again. Start to be generous even more so. Lord, I pray that, that, that something would happen and shift in the name of Jesus for this year. Shift in the name of Jesus. Things would shift for you in the name of Jesus. You're coming into a year of shifting in Jesus' name. I declare a word, a shift for you in this name, in this year ahead, Lord. I thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray it. Father, I thank you for it right now. God, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I just want to make an opportunity for people to receive Christ today. One of the greatest things, the greatest way through that God ever made was the way to eternal life. And that only comes through by believing in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. Jesus loves you. That's why he died for you. That's why the Father raised him to life again. And if you believe in Jesus today, if you repent of your sins and give your heart to, and your life to him, start to say, from this moment forward, I'm going to live for you. I believe that God will come through for you in a magnificent way and that you'll be brought through from death. There's, people say there's no through. Everyone gets out of this world the same. We all die. That's not true. We all get out of this world and we do die. But you know what? There is life beyond death. Death is simply a doorway that God has created for us. And there is life eternal for people today. So if you've never invited Jesus into your heart, but today you want to, you feel like there's something that God's doing in your heart, then I encourage you to right now, just put your hand up. Say, I want, to, I want eternal life. Just put your hand up right now and I'm going to lead us all in a prayer so that we can receive life today. Thank you. I, I saw that hand. Anybody else? Let's all pray together. Heavenly Father, I ask you to forgive me of my sin. I believe Jesus loves me, Jesus died for me, and Jesus rose again. And right now I pray, Holy Spirit, come and fill me up. In the name of Jesus, baptise me with the evidence of speaking in tongues in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, come and see me afterwards. I would love to give you some materials. We've got some great resources to be able to get into your hands. But uh, I want to just encourage you. God has made a way through for you. Stand on his word, saints. Stand on his word. Stand on his word. He's a good God. And he's got you covered in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You've been lit up. Why? To light up. You've been transformed. Why? You're getting this. Uh, by about 2025, we'll have this down pat. All right? Cool. Have a great day, everyone. God bless. Happy New Year!